Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our good buddy King. How you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, good buddy. Good, good buddy. Good oh, buddy. everybody's a good buddy. Good I, buddies around. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> Ten four, good buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know, like we got the old CB. It's like old CBs of seventies here. We're all truckers now. <laughs> hey, good buddy. <laughs> what, what Rubber would, duck on the road. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say, what would be your 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 trucker handle or your CB handle? I don't know. Like back in the day, like when I was like ten or eleven, was like the last hurrah of the CB. Okay. Uh, and I grew up in a family of truck drivers. You know, like my father's a truck driver, my brother uh, Russell's a truck driver. So, um, I I don't know because that's it. I got probably I would now like today at forty one years old, I would probably go with Skunk Duck simply because of. Uh, the the graphic design company that I have that makes no money and isn't really a company. It's just in my head. But still, I like hey, the name. Hey, you, you make good designs, so make sure you guys hit up King on, on Twitter if you guys need any graphic designs. Uh, yeah, no, don't look at my Twitter for actually what it is, but just, yeah, no, nah, if you want to do something <laughs> like that. I have to delete my twi- uh, my, my Twitter every uh, every now and then doing, uh, you know, d- d- do the tweet delete. Yeah, because you know, every now and then it's just like, man, I probably shouldn't have tweeted that. So <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and just delete everything, and let's just clean slate, start over, you know, and <laughs> and and see. And this in this day and age where you can get canceled immediately, there's a <laughs> lot of shit I've said that is supremely cancelable. So that's why I like our little little uh, Facebook Messenger backroom chat that we could uh, talk. Yeah, no, that know, just PG allows stuff. Uh, we, we, you know, there's. We, we we never talk, you know, really bad stuff. Just we keep we still keep it PG though. 
Yes, we keep, <laughs> we keep things nice. We keep things nice and even. And uh, 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 I mean, there is a nipple every now and then, uh, but uh, that is that is want to happen uh, in certain Facebook chats. So that is what it is. But uh, but yeah, you know, um, I'd probably go. What would be your CB handle if you? Had I, I was just thinking now. You know, it'd probably be like Gritty Jimbo four two one or something like that. Something Gritty Jimbo. Yeah. What are you like a like like a like a Puritan housewife from sixteen twenty one? I mean, some that's of them were they, hot that's what back they there. They were good. Hey, Goody Smith and Goody. No, Gritty. Goody Applewhite. You know, Gritty like Gritty the mascot. Oh, Gritty. Yeah, not Goody. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Goody, you know, but oh, I couldn't. I'm also yes, Gritty. You, you got that. You got that. Uh, uh, Hena accent going on there. I well, couldn't tell you, you know, that NEPA shit. Yeah, you know, crick. Uh, okay, but great. <laughs> I see. I would have figured you were more, more, more like Swoop or you know, well, Screaming Eagle. Oh, Screaming Eagle, Screaming Eagle. That 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 might be my nickname for when I joined Cobra Kai. Ooh, yeah. there's no mercy in this dojo. <laughs> yes, Sensei. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Get him a body bag. Uh. You know, so I mean that's fun. I mean that's great. Speaking of gritty though, and speaking of my New Jersey Devils, man, holy shit, dude! Like, like I said to you, I mean, this just does not feel like twenty twenty two. That coming exactly. I mean, I looked at the stand. I think when you texted me about that, or you know, we were trash talking a little bit about it or whatever a couple days ago, and I, I looked at the stats or the, the standings, and you guys were only like four points above us, and we were. At that time, I think fourth place in the, the the conference. Right now, you're about I want to say four to six places uh, in in the league. I because I, I looked at the league standings just to see where we sat. The Devils are currently, I think we're tied for second or maybe just in third okay. uh, in the entire league. We have a current seven game winning streak. We are ten three and zero. Like i i for for here's the thing for the time being <laughs> i was gonna for the say time yeah. being, this is only for the time <laughs> being i have retired the hashtag fire rough uh, wow meme that is for now but that motherfucker is ready to jump out at any moment <laughs> if there's a slip up we go on a losing streak that motherfucker's coming right back out that, that that's that. some that's some breaking news shit that should be on espn king <laughs> Stops hashtag. Just as just as long as Adam Schefter doesn't report it for us. What we have here is a breaking news. It seems that some some little nobody podcaster King is not using a hashtag that he had been using for the New Jersey Devils. We'll have more information as it develops. Okay, let me ask you something. Adam sounds like that, well, I was I, I was just about to say, why do you sound like the comic book guy from The Simpsons? You Worst just hashtag ever. Because <laughs> yeah. honestly, that's kind of what's in my head when I hear Adam Schefter <laughs> really? talk. So, did you uh, see? Him, did you see him? Do I, that, let's not talk okay. about that. that, that that's disgusting. up there with our Antonio Brown conversation. Trying to do his, uh, trying to do his, his Kirk, uh, Cousins. Kirk Cousins impression. There <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kirk plane. Cousins didn't even look good doing Kirk Cousins. <laughs> no, hey, listen, Kirk's listen, Kirk's got like a nice little eight pack going. Like he's he's fairly, he's fair. Like he could do that. Adam is no <laughs> unreasonably hairy. Um, yeah, and listen, I'm a hairy guy. I got a hairy chest and everything like that. I understand that, but I'm also not taking my shirt off uh, on on national television. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, be that as it may, you know, whatever it is. But hey, man, uh, uh, interesting stuff. Interesting. Like I said, the Devils and Flyers actually doing well in hockey. Uh, uh, and uh, can you believe? Uh, got, can you believe there's still some Flyers fans asking for us to tank? I mean, granted, we both know both our teams are not going to be. I, I think here's the thing. I, I think with, um, I think with the Flyers. Currently, right now, like with with the fan base, with the team, and everybody like that, like they're still seeing things as um as, as it was like this is all nice and well and good, but they don't they don't see like it sustaining. Yeah, like this isn't very sustainable. So they're seeing as like. Okay, this is all well and nice, but if if this good run in the beginning of the year cost us like a chance at a better lottery pick at the end of the year, which we all think is going to happen, then why are we even trying to win? Let's just try to lose. First of all, you don't hire John Tortorella if you're looking to lose. Yeah, I mean that's just not his. I mean he's going to take teams that are are mediocre to even below mediocre, and he's going to get every last bit of whatever he can out of them. Does that mean you're going to make the playoffs? I don't know. I think we're still well oh, too yeah, early. Oh, yeah, way, way too early. We still got 70 or a little under, probably about 69 games to go. Game yeah. Nice. Um, but that's a, you know, so there's still a lot of season left. Um, But, like, if if you do, like, it's kind of the same thing with the Devils. Like, when the Devils started on this streak, I was like, you know, fine, but the Devils have done this before. Yeah. So I'm not going to get hugely into it. And then, you know, it goes from two games to three games, and then four games, and then, holy shit, five games. And then we have a couple of games where we come back and and, and where it looked like we were lo- going to lose, where we'd normally lose. Kind of reminds me of the Giants a little bit. You know, games that we normally would have lost, we're now winning. And it kind of makes you stop there and pause and be like, okay, maybe this is something. And that's the thing. The Flyers, everybody's... As from what I've heard from Philadelphia fans over the off season, is you know there's not a lot of talent. They they're not bringing up a lot of people. There's you know their their farm system is kind of in shambles. Yeah. Uh, you know they're still trying to draft well, which they haven't done, and there's none of that stuff. But if you can get a group of players who maybe may not be the most talented, but who are, for lack of a better term, gritty. And we'll go out there and grind it out every night and win some games that maybe they're not supposed to and win games when, you know, uh, uh, you expected them to lose. And why not embrace that? Especially, you know, the, the city of Philadelphia. Like, that's your fucking identity. Yeah. Like, pull it up. Like, we're not great. We don't have any big-name stars. Everybody owes our big-name star left. We don't have a goaltender worth a damn. We don't have this. We don't have that. But we're still winning fucking games. You know, like embrace that. Yeah, and, and my thing too is like, what two years ago was when we had the the, the ten game win streak that helped us get to the playoffs, and but the past two seasons has just been just terrible. Enjoy it while it lasts. Tar- yeah, Charles Charles Barkley, terrible. So uh, like, I I understand like if you're feeling like this is some kind of lucky streak, and but it's going to be a problem with draft picks but you know my feeling on draft picks anyway yeah. whether it's hockey whether it's football whether it's whatever you know I, I i don't care i'd rather have 
proven veterans than then take a risk on a draft pick like th this whole idea of tanking for a draft pick that might not be well like listen the 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 flyers had a high draft pick not too long ago nolan patrick what the fuck happened to him he's out of the fucking league I, I was just about to say is he even still playing uh he I, he might be so did he trade him to san jose he, he, he Arizona got, or something. Like, I, I don't know. He's somewhere. He, he was so bad for us that he actually got traded to two teams in one day. We traded him to you know such and such a team. Then they, they turned around and traded him for draft picks. You know, and I remember when, when everything happened, the Flyers fans were like, because that was the year I think we picked uh, uh, yeah. Nico Heischer. Yeah, there you go. And the Devils were one, Flyers were two. Devils picked Nico Heischer. Uh, I want to say it was Nico. It was either Nico or Jack Hughes. No, I it, think it, I think it, it was, was Nico. Nico. Yeah. So we picked Nico. They picked Nolan Patrick, and and every Flyer friend I saw was like, "Oh man, I'm so glad we didn't uh, uh, have to get you know like N Nico." That was hoping that we didn't get Nico. We got Nolan. He's gonna take the. He's gonna blow the Devils out of the water. The Devils made such a huge mistake. Well, now Nico Heischer's the captain of the Devils, uh, and he actually got the game-winning goal yesterday. Okay. Uh, against Calgary at home. Uh, the Devils have been playing well. He's got a good point. Jesper Bratt is the best player in the NHL, uh, as much as that pisses off Paul Bissonnette from Barstool <laughs> and Spitting Chicklets, uh, which, is, as you can see, if you go on Twitter and see anything that Paul Bissonnette says, uh, there's usually some kind of Jesper Bratt comment underneath him or he's going off on the Devils uh, for that. But the the, the point is, is that, you know, Nico Heischer's actually turned out pretty well for the Devils. He's doing pretty good for a number one pick. Uh, but Nolan Patrick hasn't. Now, that's been a problem with the Flyers uh, in the past, whether it was Ron Hextall being their GM or whoever. So if I'm a Flyers fan, why am I going to sit around and say, man, I hope we tank and get a high pick, when all you do is fuck up the high picks? Yeah. Don't worry about getting a high picks right now. Don't worry about, you know, oh, well, we got to see. We got to see. You know, maybe we'll get a guy. Maybe we'll get some prospects. Fuck that. Trade your prospects. Get some veteran talent yeah. into there. But not old. See, that's the thing. You need veteran talent. Well, yeah, you got to get talent. Exactly. But you don't need 35 fucking year old talent. That's the difference. Yeah. And that's also something that the Flyers have done is that they've overpaid for old players. Yeah. Just in and the they've past done two that seasons. for fucking years. Yeah. yeah. Past two seasons. That's that's what I, I started to realize. Like uh, Yandel. Last year, he was only playing towards the end there, there to to break the to Ironman streak. The streak, right? Which so, Phil Kessel said, "Kiss my ass, I'm breaking that this year too." Right. <laughs> so uh, uh, while eating a hot dog, so good yeah. job, Kessel. Um, <laughs> but you know that's the thing. So if I'm a Flyers fan, like like you went into this year thinking it was going to be fucking misery, it hasn't been. So ride that fucking wave, ride that shit. Be like, you know, all right, we got. We have something. Yeah. Whether or not it's any good, whether or not we're going to win the Stanley Cup, who knows? Whether you're going to make the playoffs, who knows? But for now, you're playing entertaining hockey. You're playing winning hockey. Fucking ride that wave, man. You know, you know what wave I'm going to keep riding? What wave are you going to ride there, Jimbo? Our good old Notre Dame team. Hey, hey, fuck Clemson. Yeah, I love buddy. It. <laughs> oh, I love I, I, it. I know it's we so haven't good. talked about Notre Dame a lot this year because, I mean, let's be honest, they're really. Other Listen, than the past couple when weeks. When you lose to Marshall and Stanford at yeah. fucking home, there's not a lot to fucking talk about. Yeah, but these past couple weeks, 
kind of give me a little bit more hope for the, the next couple Listen, years. Listen, the the exposing of Clemson at home. When you look at a game like that, and then you're like, how the fuck did this team lose to Marshall? Yeah. How did this team lose to Stanford at home? That's the thing. Notre Dame's lost three, uh, three games. Yeah. One of them was, in my mind, what, what people would call a good loss. The Ohio State? With, with Ohio State. Okay. And then, you know, but, like, you can't lose to Marshall at home. Yeah. And you can't lose to that Stanford team Yeah, at home. Because, like, listen, Stanford has been good in the past. They ain't good right now. No, they, even last year, I think they, they weren't that good. They we had fucking a, horrendous. We had a hard time to with them. lose to that fucking team at home is inexcusable. And now that's the thing is like where well, we beat Clemson and beat them fucking and we didn't just beat Clemson. Oh yeah, we beat the fucking brakes off. All, all three phases so, of the game we, we we beat them. So now you sit here and you look at that and it's like and and you're happy about it. I'm happy about it. Obviously you're happy about it. We're all happy about it. But then you you pause and you give yourself a moment. It's like and, and you start thinking about man, what could have been and, if we just win those easy winnable games. Where Notre Dame could be right now. Even so, so let me ask you this then. So we lost to Ohio State, Marshall, Stanford. Let's yeah. let's say, you know, we still lose to Ohio State, but yeah. we but we win one of the games of Marshall or Stanford, and we only have two losses. That we're still low down because you still lost to either Marshall or Stanford, so you're still low down. There's that's a bad. That's a bad loss. That's a season. Even though, loss. even though, say like Alabama, I, th- I think they got dropped to they dropped six spots, so I think they're like tenth. Yeah, but Alabama lost to what was then the number one team in the land with Tennessee, Tennessee. when they got that, and then they also lost to uh, oh LSU they to this week LSU LSU and Brian Kelly and his family. I was torn um, with that game. I, I hate I hate I hate Alabama, Alabama but I, was but I hate for, Brian Kelly. I was rooting for him because <laughs> fuck LSU and fuck yeah. Brian Kelly. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, to answer your question of, of you know, what changed our team to, to, to be able to beat Clemson, I think they finally found a reliable running back to keep moving the chains. And that number seven we have, um, I, I can never pronounce his name. And I was having a hard time hearing them pronounce on, on, on the, the broadcast. Um, he reminded me so much. Now, you said you didn't get to watch any of the game or were you... Um, Were you able I to see got some highlights? To watch uh, like the very end, like five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, because we had me, me and the wife had a had a nice little movie night. You know, okay. Uh, as you gotta ha- sometimes listen, you gotta make you gotta make the sacrifices, guys. How many, listen, how many I times hate you, to tell you? I hate many, to tell you. How many times you, you check know, your some, phone while the movie was on? Every now and then, every now and then, <laughs> just to see. And then I was like, fuck. <laughs> Notre Dame's doing something. I was like, oh, shit. Notre Dame's doing something. Our, our running back, the number seven, he reminds me so much of, of the bus, Bettis. First of all, how disrespectful for you to just the number seven. You don't even know the guy's name. It's like it's anti-enemy anti or something like that. It's a weird name and no disrespect to him. It's he, very disrespectful. But he, he's, very disrespectful. He, he's a young guy, so I have four years to get his name right. I'm pretty or sure he's two, three, or two. He's well, yeah. before, but, know, but still, he he would get hit and still push the pile three, four more yards. I still can't believe you don't know the kid's name. It's so disrespectful. <laughs> All right, what's the kid's name? I was waiting for you to ask that question because <laughs> I have no idea what the kid's name is. But. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it seems like they they the beginning of the year with Chris Tyree. 
they try to make him the the power back when last year when he had a really good year last year he was more like the scat back um the outside running back and that's just not his his game i i feel but these past couple weeks it seems like tommy reese um finally went back to making him that scat back and making this this young kid the, the power back the bruiser back yeah <laughs> scat <laughs> we are so immature <laughs> oh fuck you man i'm mature as shit i just poop makes me funny poop is funny poop is funny fart, to any fart is funny yes. fart and poop is funny um but yeah watching that game dude i i was like go oscar going into the game you know Friday, Saturday nights, me and the wife hang out. We play our, our video games or I have racing or whatnot. And going into that game, I was like, all right, game starts at 730. I'll probably turn it off by 830, 9 o'clock halftime. And, you know, me and her will go drink and play video games. I think the, I, well, I watched the whole game. I think I got done about 1030. She asked me about 10 o'clock. You coming over to play video games? I'm like, fuck you. I'm about to beat Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it, it, okay, I, I, I'll say, I'll say, like, uh, did, is Notre Dame in the top twenty-five now? So yeah, so they, they actually did. Um, even though they have no shot at college football playoffs in the college football playoff ranking, they actually are twentieth. Okay, I'll tell you, yeah, no, we're not getting a player. Obviously. Oh yeah, no. Uh, but but well, who, how how do you think that shakes down with? Overall, you have with, with the college football player. Oh, okay. Right now we have Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU at four, Tennessee is five, and I think Alabama is six. Or yes. they have somebody else that's no Alabama sixth, which I, I think they should have went farther. They should have fell farther. Um, um, yeah, but you're still Alabama, so you're gonna you're yeah. gonna get the benefit of the doubt. That's just the bottom line. You're Alabama. You're SEC. It just means more. Um, so you're going to get that benefit of the doubt, but you're still you're going to have Georgia versus maybe LSU or is it, isn't LSU um, there somewhere? LSU, LSU, no, because they they had a loss earlier in the year to yeah they Florida lost to State. Florida State in the first game of the year, but that's their only loss. And you'd rather have a loss early than late. So well, they're, yeah, they're seven and one, or or I'm sorry, like eight and one, something like that. I forget. I think they're like eight and one. But so where where are they in the college football rankings? I'm actually gonna pull up now. Yeah, I was gonna say pull that up, and let's see, because I know Tennessee dropped to five, which put TCU up to four, which a lot of people said wasn't gonna happen. Which Tennessee, oh. I'm okay with them being at five. Tennessee, yeah, no, because listen, at the end of the day, they got exposed. Yeah, yeah they beat Alabama, but apparently this is a, a, a this is apparently a down year for Alabama. So, because uh, Alabama doesn't usually lose two games. Yeah. So, you All have right. Alabama um, kind of in a down year. Tennessee took advantage of that, but then fucking Georgia fucking tore them Oh, Jesus. I, that I did not see. I thought it was going to be a good good high-scoring game, but not what they did to them. Um, it was not. It was so, not. the rankings we got here, Georgia's one, Ohio State two, Michigan three, TCU four, Tennessee five. LSU is at seven. So, LSU is seven. So, Alabama six still? College football playoff rankings, Alabama's nine. Okay, so who's six? Six is Oregon. Oregon! Talk about a team that came back, man. Yeah, think about uh, at the beginning of the season, we were talking about the, the deals going on with the Big Ten and how it's... Because they got... Because I think they got they got fucking obliterated by, I think... Was it Georgia? Georgia, I just looked now. 49-3. Yeah. 
they, they, they got fucking destroyed by Georgia. So that's a good comeback for, for Oregon to get themselves back into the playoff picture. Yeah. At least to be there. Um, do they get in? It's, they're going to need a lot of help getting in. A lot of teams losing multiple games there. Like TCU is going to have to lose. Tennessee is probably going to have to lose another one. I could see TCU um, losing a, a game with, without even looking at their schedule because they always strike me as one of those teams that like come on strong and then when shit's on the line, um, they choke. Just like Georgia the past, not last year obviously, but the, the, the few years before that, they get there in a championship game and, and lose and then not make the, the, the top four for the playoffs. So, but what now the question I think we have to look at and we have to start asking is do both Ohio State and Michigan get in no matter what happens in the game? Um, because obviously one of them is going to lose. So, like, if they both go undefeated the rest of the way, which looking well, at their schedule, they probably should they, up until they, the big game. I was going to say, yeah, because they play each other at the end of the year. Right. Always, they always play each other. Okay. That's what I mean. Okay. So that's that's always it. So obviously, either Ohio State or Michigan's going to lose. I believe this year's game is at Ohio State. So, um, and then obviously, whoever wins that is going to go to the Big Ten championship game. If somebody loses, do you think they still get into the playoff? Considering how things are, um, um. would you put would you put a one loss Michigan or a one loss Ohio State ahead of? Let's say a one-loss Tennessee. If Tennessee gets to the SEC championship game, which I don't think they will now, I think um, if if Ohio State <clears throat> if Ohio State loses against Michigan, I think they'll still finish above Tennessee, whether it's three or four. Um, just looking at Georgia's schedule, that they they got three cupcake teams for the rest of the season, so they're going to be number one going into the playoffs. They'll be going no, well, no, because they got to go to the SEC championship oh, game oh, where they'll right, play yeah. probably LSU if LSU goes the rest of the way. Yeah, because they have the tiebreaker over Alabama now, so LSU has their destiny in their hands to get to Atlanta. So then you're going to have LSU versus Georgia. So at that point, where is LSU going to be in the rankings? Where's you know if yeah. they beat Georgia, does that knock Georgia out? Does you keep Georgia in? Um, from if LSU loses, do they go all the way out? Do you try to keep two SEC teams in, uh, in there? Do you? Honestly, what do you do with Michigan, Ohio State? There's still a lot to be considered. Yeah, and there's only three games left in the regular which is, season, which is good. And you know what? I as much as people want to bitch and moan about it. See, here's the thing: people wanted an expanded playoff. Now they're getting an expanded playoff, and they're bitching about it. Well, this is this now the regular season doesn't mean anything. Bullshit! It doesn't mean anything. You still got to win your division in the SEC. You still got to win the SEC championship. You still got to win games. If you got two losses, you may not be getting to playoffs even with twelve teams. You know what I mean? Because well, here's look, the other thing well, too: is that you're going to have the conference automatic bids in there as well. So you might have teams like. You know, in some of these conferences, that maybe they're not the best, but they're getting in. So you would like to see. So, like, if if this year starts the twelve teams, and seeing how Clemson lost to Notre Dame, you would like to have that that team playing in the playoffs. Well, they'll be if they're one of the top twelve teams, which Clemson is. See, are they, is Clemson a top four team? No, but are they a top twelve team? Yeah, and I, that that's why I think they expand. 
too far because it's so if the, all right so 10 how do we figure it out that the first two teams would be on the bye uh, uh, no four teams will be if it's it's 12 teams yeah from what it looks like they have 12 teams for the top four go on a bye okay so and then you have five through 12 five, playing 12, five versus six. 12 six versus 11 so we would have LS, versus lsu versus and nine versus eight so yeah, for that first week of the playoffs, we'd have LSU versus Clemson. If this was a twelve-team, tell me that's not a marquee matchup that any fucking television network wouldn't love to have. I guess two of the biggest college football programs in the nation, Clemson versus LSU. You're going to tell me that ESPN or Fox or NBC is going to turn their nose up at that? Fuck no. Yeah, I mean that, that's I I I did. Agree that it did need to be expanded, but I, I was okay with six teams. I see, six teams go in. No, six is too little. Six was too little, I think. Yeah. Eight might have been the sweet spot, but I don't mind 12. Because then, you, again, it works because you get you get the four teams. Uh, You get the top four teams to buy. You earn Because that's the other thing, too. If, you, you know, all the regular season doesn't mean anything. Getting that buy, that first week buy, is going to be fucking huge. Yeah, for these teams. So you want to be still in the top four. You still want that buy. You still want to be the fucking chill, you know. <clears throat> and then you get those first round games. And who knows? You get an upset. You get a Cinderella story. That shit's fun. That shit's always good. Is it going to happen every year? No. But there's always the chance. That's why the NCAA basketball tournament is so good. Because there's always the chance you get yourself yeah. a fucking, you know, a UMBC or a VCU or a, or a Butler or something like that. Like, really cool shit, really cool stories. And even if they don't win, you get some of the cool stories of, like, some of these lower-ranked lower, lower ranked teams. Like, you know, uh, 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 like, if Coastal Carolina continues to go on the way they're going, you'll have Coastal Carolina in the playoffs. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Whether or not they can beat fucking LSU or Clemson or fucking TCU or whoever, irrelevant. Because they're there. It, and not only that, it, it, it's, it gives you hope. It, it's a good story for that. And then also, you get the matchups like an LSU and a Clemson. Or, you know, uh, 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 like in this case, this year would be like an Alabama and... Uh, fucking, I don't know, whoever, Oregon or whoever. You'll have big names. Those are big name matchups. You're still going to have big name matchups, big name schools. You're still going to have that in there. And then you sprinkle in a little Cinderella story in there. Who knows? And then you go on to the next week. Then you have the heavy hitters there. And then that's when things really start popping up. I mean, I'm ta- I'm so- you're telling me that people aren't going to be fucking glued to the TV? So if, if this was... Playoffs on a weekend? Get the fuck out of here. If this was the, the first... You know, uh, if this was the final <laughs> rankings for the playoffs, out of, and let's just say it's twelve teams, because I, I I still don't think they agreed when to start this yet, right? Uh, twenty twenty four, I think, is when it's happening. Because a few weeks ago they so said they were still next negotiating. Next year is going to be the last year of the four teams. Okay, because I, I thought I saw something that they were still negotiating something, and I they thought want it was, to try. I I know there's they want to, they like they wanted to get this done for like next year. Okay. But there are contracts involved, and money would have to change hands, and it would be a significant amount. I think somewhere for the contract buyout for the playoffs is like about a billion dollars um, for ESPN. Oh, okay. So, because that's it, the contract ends in 2024. 
So, or or that's when the next that that's when the there's an opt out there because I think the contract actually goes to 2026, but there is an opt out in 2024. But if they want to end it any earlier, it's like a billion dollar penalty. Oh wow! They would have to give to like ESPN before they could open up negotiations with anybody else for it, and that's what they want to do. They're gonna like listen. We're gonna have this fucking huge opportunity, and they might do multiple networks. They yeah. might do like you know, uh, you know, kind of like how they do with the Super Bowl, switching each year between either. NBC, CBS, Fox, and all that shit. They might do that with the games. Like have first round games. You'll have two games on NBC, two games on Fox, and then the next round will be two games on ESPN and two games on CBS. Whatever the case is, so they'll they'll get money from all the networks. And you'd be insane if you're a network and you don't try to get in on this because this is going to be fucking money. So out of for ad revenue, out of the twelve teams that are in the the, the, the playoffs right now, if if it was the twelve team one, obviously Notre Dame's not up there. Would there be a specific one that you would be rooting for start to finish? Uh, well, here I don't have so that you got Georgia, Georgia's one, Ohio State, Michigan. I'm just going to read right down where they're at. So uh, Georgia, well, no, because here's the other thing too. You got to remember is that the highest rank Group of Five conference champion oh, that's gets right. in. It's, yeah. So there's there's also that. So you have to you have to remember that as well, which is why I mentioned Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could say there's like at least three teams I, I will not be rooting for: <laughs> Alabama, LSU. I, I you know I kind of, I'm I'm growing to like Georgia for some reason. I, I and I don't know if it's because of Jordan Davis coming from there or uh, the go dogs, go dogs. And the fact that uh, who was a hawk that went to Georgia, a former WWE wrestler, or was, uh, or was that Adam? I think it was. I think that was Hawk. No, uh, Laurinaitis. You yeah. Know about? Yeah, he went to Ohio State. They're oh, Ohio I, State. They're, those those are Ohio fucks. Oh, I thought that was Georgia. Because I thought I saw the the well, unless Georgia fans are trying to rip off the the Road Warriors, because I saw the. The spike yeah, they do pants. This, yeah, no, that's just George, that's what Georgia fans do. Yeah, that's, oh. that has nothing to do with uh, Road Warrior Hawk or Animal. Either yeah. one. Because uh, yeah, I, th- I believe it was uh, Road Warrior Hawk who was a Laurinaitis, uh, and that's it. His son played for uh, uh, Ohio State, and his uncle was John Laurinaitis, who used to be the uh, GM of Raw, or whatever yeah. it was there in WWE. He's gone now. Yeah, so. Uh, let's see. What is it? Georgia is one. Ohio State two. Uh, Michigan three. Uh, and TCU is. Oh wait, this is a prediction one. Anyway, so yeah. What? What? See, this is. I, I don't know. What, I lost my phone. Like I literally <laughs> just had it, and now I lost it, and I don't know what I did with it. I well, I mean, number five there is Tennessee. Then you got Oregon at six. LSU at seven. USC at eight, um, Alabama is nine, Clemson ten, Ole Miss eleven, and UCLA is twelve. Okay, so let's take a look at this here real quick. Okay, then you have Tennessee, UCLA. Okay, so let's try to find what is the highest ranked. Out of conference, you know the the group of five. Yeah. And right now, that looks like that would be Tulane. 
at 17. They are Sunbelt, I think, or Conference USA. Um, I can't remember. But either way, Tulane seems to be the largest, the, the highest-ranked group of five teams. So that would put them then at 12, which then knocks out UCLA. Sorry, you lose unless they somehow win the Pac-12. Yeah. So let's say for the sake of argument, they lose the Pac-12. Oregon is going to win the Pac-12. Okay, let's go with that. <clears throat> so then you would have, uh, currently, you would have Tennessee would face Tulane at Rocky Top there. Okay. Then you would have Oregon. Uh, they would play Ole Miss. That's a pretty cool matchup. Interesting. You don't see that every day. Yeah. Then you would have LSU versus Clemson, as we had mentioned before. And then your fourth opening round playoff game would be USC versus Alabama. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> You're going to sit there and tell me this is a bad idea? Yeah, I, 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 I would think USC gets blown out. Which uh, again, maybe maybe they do. That's, that's why maybe I don't think they, they do. should go to twelve because you, you're getting it's teams a big in there. Time matchup. You got to look at it from that. It's a big time matchup between two teams. Alabama ain't been playing that great. USC just trying to get back under it with Lincoln Riley. They're playing well. They're eight and one. Alabama seven and two. You got. I mean, tell me that's not, dude. That's a matchup that fucking networks would salivate over. Salivate. Now, now watch the, the first year that they go to these uh, twelve-team playoffs. It, it's all garbage games. It, listen, at this point, listen. If there's going to be blowouts in the first game or anything like that, that's fine. It can happen. We know that. There's listen. There's blowouts in the NCAA uh, basketball tournament. It happens. But the, the 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 key is is like this is what you're selling. You're selling the matchups because at the end of the day, if you say you have Alabama versus USC, people are fucking watching that. Yeah, you're getting big numbers, and then even if they blow them out, who gives a fuck? Because that's making the numbers for the fucking network. That, that that's the key. That's, that's why. Yeah, I mean that's, that's that's maybe my problem is I'm not thinking of it as a network person. I'm just thinking of it as a fan, like you know Tulane versus. Even as a fan, who doesn't want it? That's why they're getting the. They're going to get those numbers. Is because what fan isn't going to? You're going to tell me you're not going to tune in to Alabama USC. You're going to tell me you're not going to tune I'm, in to LSU Clemson? You're going to tell me I, you're not I guess, going to do that? I guess I would tune in because I would classify that as this past Notre Dame-Clemson game this past weekend where I, I said I was going to turn off by halftime because it was going to be such a blowout. Well, it turned out to be a blowout, but it was the other, the way. other way around, so it was a lot more enjoyable for me. And that's what I mean. Who knows? Any given Saturday, any given Sunday, as it were, you know, it doesn't like you could think something's going to happen, and next thing you know, and that's also a reason why we tune in, like that that Tennessee versus uh, Tulane game that theoretically could happen. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking watch that. I'm rooting on the Green Wave, man. Let's go, <laughs> New Orleans boys. I want to see them go. So speaking of, of Sunday Great uniforms, and, by the way, I just want to point that out there. Tulane's uniforms are mwah, yeah. fucking chef's kiss. Um, so speaking of Sunday and kind of combining Saturday here, would you say football wise between college football and NFL? This was the wildest weekend up to date. I mean, out of all these upsets in college football. I don't I don't know if I could say it's the wild it's one of I mean, I don't I'm not sure because this entire NFL season has been fucking nuts. Yeah. So we'll just put that out there. <laughs> um which has made me trying to do my top twelve even 
fucking harder. Oh, oh yeah, um, oh yeah, yeah. You, we'll we'll get we'll you, get to oh, it. We'll get to it. We will I, get to I didn't it. look at it till today, and I almost fucking called you. Uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. It's kind of hard, especially with the buys in there. Like the buys make it even harder too. Like yeah. I was saying before, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But um, like that's been nuts too. And then with college football here, there's been so many ups and downs as the uh, the season's gone on. Like we had that one game. We had Texas versus. Alabama, where Texas should have beaten them, almost yeah. did, but didn't. Because think about that. Alabama could have fucking three losses right now. They're lucky they don't. And, and when's know? the last time that happened? That's what I mean. You, is like, you look at that shit. Like, when's that happening? And then Texas, you're like, oh, Texas got something going. They got something going. You know, they they shut out Oklahoma. Yeah. Like, that's another thing. Oklahoma is ass this year. And everybody was like, oh, they got rid of uh, uh, Lincoln Riley, but they still look good. And, you know, the Big 12 is theirs and da, da, da. And it's like, man, the SEC's got to be looking back at this and be like, do we even want these motherfuckers? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. You know, and Texas, again, has always been up and down, up and down. They don't yeah. know what the fuck they are. They win. They get blown out. They blow out. They get blown out. Like, it's all over the fucking place. The Pac-12 is all over the place. Who the fuck knows what was going on there? Washington was looking good for a while. Now they're not. Oregon's got it there. Now you got the two Southern California teams who are looking good, but they're going to be going to the Big Ten in fucking two years. So, uh, you know, it's like it's all just so much insanity. Then, like you said, you have this weekend where fucking Tennessee freshly minted number one. It looks like, oh, they just beat Alabama. They're going to be going there. They beat Alabama, who was number one. Now they're going to be going out there doing all this shit. And guess what? Nope. They ain't doing shit. Yeah. They got blown out by fucking Georgia. And it's like, okay, well, now Georgia's fucking putting it out there. Like, we're, we're still the national champions, motherfucker. Don't fuck with us. And you're like, Alabama, okay, Alabama, yeah, they lost a close game to Tennessee, but now they're going to LSU. Brian Kelly, oh, they got he's got them running. But, you know, ever since, you know, they didn't, you know, they've been all right, you know. Yeah. They, got, they, they lost that first close game to, to Florida State. Uh, but, you know, ha-ha, fuck you, Brian Kelly. And then they've done all right, but now they're going up against Alabama, who was looking for a get-right game. It's like, I don't know. And then again, you have another close one where, you know what? I hate Brian Kelly, but give him his due. He went for the win. He went for the two points. I really wish they wouldn't have fucking got it. But, you know, <laughs> there they go. They get it. So now LSU's got to be in a fucking conversation. Now Alabama's got two losses. What's going to happen with them? There's so much going on. It's it's almost anxiety-inducing. Yeah. And now there's only, th well, again, just the regular season. We only got three weeks left in the regular season. So... And that's Not college. a lot of time. Yeah, that's college. That's college. We didn't even talk about the NFL, the NFL where yet. the fucking Indianapolis Colts have fucking lost their mind. I'm glad and you... I listen, I love Jim Irsay. I, I love what, him because what did he, he is say? who he is. Because they, they, said he his, is, they, they said his press conference was off the handle. What, dude, like, I didn't see that. press conference was fucking gold. How you didn't watch it, I don't know. What a fucking piece of theater that was. <laughs> oh, it was so great. The, the quote that's going around, uh, from that is how Jim Irsay said, listen, what we do is not that hard. It's not rock and science. We're building a football team. Oh, okay. We build winners here. We have winners. Yeah. If you look at the last 25 years in the top quartile percent of the NFL, we win and we're in the top quartile of that top quartile. That's what he said. <laughs> That, that might have been the, the, the only one I, I saw because he was talking about analytics and this and that. And that's why they, they hired Jeff Saturday within a couple hours from firing. Yeah, well, Frank that's Rick. the other thing, too, is like you're going to hire a coach with 
has zero. This is the first time since 1960 when the Eagles hired Norm Van Brocklin, where somebody's been hired that has no NFL and no college coaching experience whatsoever. Yeah. So you're talking this is now 62 years since the last time that's happened, roughly. So uh, not an everyday occurrence. And it's not something that you see all, all, all the time. Also, like not to get like political here or politically correct here oh, or wh- whatever. The don't, whole, just don't do it. Just don't say it. The whole you know Rooney rule doesn't affect right now because he's interim head coach. He's not the head coach because there's, there's people out there saying, well, he, he didn't interview a black coach or you know, a black assistant or whatever. That no, that only counts for... But not only that, listen, if, if, if you think about it, would you want that? Like, if you're, if you're one of the people who are advocating for more African-American head coaches... Okay. Um, and, 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 and you look at this situation that Indianapolis is in right now, like, and you see how everybody's kind of looking at it, it's like, fucking... Jeff Saturday, like like, yeah. I, like good guy, everything like that, but fucking head coach, like what the fuck are you do? Like now, imagine like, would you want an African American coach to be in that position where it's basically a sacrificial lamb? Yeah, exactly. So and yeah, it's like you know, you, uh, no, you wouldn't want here, that. throw him out there and go, or or would that also look bad? You know, if you look like that, oh, they hired a black guy, but they only hired a black guy because he's a sacrificial lamb. Yeah, and he's out there. So I think with that. Uh, there might be some people calling for that, but I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not buying that as far as uh, uh, being something legitimate. Now, again, also you got to remember, Jim Irsay hired Tony Dungy, who was the first black uh, Super Bowl winning head coach. Yeah, that's true in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like it's and and uh, he hired Jim Caldwell. Like it's not like. He's afraid of hiring black head coaches. Yeah, like it's not like he's 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 you've refused to hire black head coaches. He's hired two in the last twenty years. So like I don't I don't buy that part of it of Jim Irsay being somehow racist because he hired Jeff Saturday. Uh, I think this is just to be fair. If you want my honest opinion, I think it's a fucking experiment. I mean, I think it's like. He, Jim Mercy's just like, all right, this, this season, uh, this season's fucking done. Yeah. Uh, well, what we're gonna do? Uh, throw fucking Jeff in. I like Jeff. Hey, Jeff, you want to be a head coach? You want to see if you could do it? Uh, get out there, buddy. Yeah. Let's see if you could do it. Uh, I mean, I'll play. I'll play my fucking rock and roll guitars here. <laughs> where you go out there and see what you could do. <laughs> I was like, fucking. All right, Jim. I'm in the top quartile of the top quartile. Yeah, Jim Mercy. Um. Yeah, the little white sounds like Wolfman Jack, but he kind of does. Yeah, he kind of does sound like Wolfman Jack. And if you don't know who Wolfman Jack is, you're fucking too young. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it, it just, what a what a fucking wild week! And that's just the first three days. And I, I that think happened uh, for Monday. For Monday, Frank Wright got fired. Yeah, and then literally twenty minutes after that, it, uh, Schefter. Uh, not Schefter, uh, uh, Rappaport. There, yeah, I couldn't remember his name. That uh, they were hiring Jeff Saturday, <laughs> and then that night was the press conference, which was a fucking doozy, man. It's an all timer. <laughs> it was an all timer, and uh, yeah, and now here we are. And now hey, hey, here's another name that uh, might possibly get fired this week, depending on how they they play. Kingsbury. I don't know. Kingsbury or McDaniels? McDaniels, one, I one heard. The, yeah. 
the 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 two right now who are really on the hot seat are those two is is uh Josh there in Vegas and Cliff in Arizona. And you know what if seeing these stories come out about Arizona now and, and clips, I don't think Kingsbury is the the main problem. I mean, he he's probably the problem. I think they jumped the gun on on Murray. I mean, now he's out there. He's got that money now. Now he's out there yelling at DeAndre Hopkins. He's yelling at. There's a lot of problems. Yeah, there's a lot of problems in Arizona, and they're stuck I, with Murray. And uh, I, I, I'll tell you what, the one that got me, like everybody was kind of like, well, why is you know when he came off the field and start was yelling at Cliff on that one, I think it was Thursday night game, and it's like. I don't know if you should be doing that, but you know, quarterback and coach, heated exchange. That's fine, whatever. Yeah, I think what caught everybody was like when he was he was yelling at uh, D Hop yeah. on the sidelines last week. It's like, motherfucker, have you lost your mind? You, <laughs> listen, you can't yell at somebody who's more talented and better at his job than you are. You can't yeah. do it. You can't do that. You're not yelling at fucking DeAndre Hopkins. Get the fuck out of here. I, I loved the look he uh, that Hopkins gave him though. Like when he he was yelling, I'm like a little. He's just girl. walking along. He's, he's like, like, yeah. He's like, I'll slice you. Shut up. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, yell if it's got to make you feel better. But you know, just <laughs> just understand who you're talking to. But as far as McDaniel's, how uh, how long ago do you think he should have been fired? I mean, I, I would have fired him a couple of weeks ago by by this point. No, could, listen. Is he? You got his. You got his first year with the Raiders, um, and with everything. I, I, you know, I understand wanting to give him a little bit of a leash. Okay. Uh, it being his first year, that's the other thing. Like Frank Reich, this was his fourth year. Uh, Kingsbury, this is his fourth year. Like this was Josh's first year in in Vegas. Um, but things are so bad. Because uh, they just released another first round draft pick. I think they said what fifth or sixth one. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. That's that's the, the, there's a reason why Mayak's not there anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so that's not on Josh. That's on the Raiders having been unable to fucking draft talent, which is again tells you why don't put so much fucking uh, uh, faith in draft yeah. capital because shit like that can happen. Um. I'm surprised, and I was surprised then, and I am surprised now still, that they didn't give Passaccia more of a look. And I'll tell you why, is because last year, when everything went fucking wrong, let's go through the fucking list of things that went wrong there. Okay. You had the, you had the Gruden emails uh, and all that shit that went with it, and then he got fired, which obviously how uh, Passaccia got the job. Yeah. You had the Ruggs incident. Uh, where he killed a girl and her dog. Uh, you had uh, the other guy who was threatening to shoot people. Oh, uh, yeah, like on the, a, the uh, cornerback. Twitter live or TikTok live yeah. or Facebook live, something like that. Uh, that had that fucking issue. So there was a multitude of fucking issues, horrible issues yeah. going on in Vegas last year. And somehow, this guy, this special teams coach, Pulled it together, got the gabagool with the basaccia. How you doing? How's your family? <laughs> you know, he pulled up, uh, you know, some of that, uh, some of that charm. You know, whatever. Uh, as I speak with a with my heavier Jersey <laughs> accent now, but still, you know what I mean. Like he somehow got that team 
to make the playoffs. It took them until overtime against the Chargers to the last minute to kick the field. Like it took them by hook or by crook to get in there. And then again, they almost beat the Bengals. Yeah. In the first round. So you look at everything that happened with that team last year, and then they tell this guy, "Well, thank, thank you." We're putting up with and dealing with and getting us past all these fucking issues, which by all rights should have sunk that team last year to be yeah. a first round pick. And they didn't. Um and then just, just to send them off and go, okay, well, we got Josh McDaniels. Where Josh McDaniels only other stop was in Denver, where he failed miserably. So See, that's why I think like, he might I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what that what 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 they were thinking with that, so I, I you know, I, I, you don't want to have a constant revolving door of coaches. Yeah, you don't. But something is wrong with the Raiders because they should have been a lot better than what they are. I, I think that's why he might be on a short leash, though, is because of his past with with uh, Denver, how he wasn't that good out there. Maybe, maybe he's just not a head coach. You know, uh, he's obviously a very good offensive coordinator. He like, makes it to the end of the year. If if he makes well, it to the end of the year, Mark Davis isn't going to fire him in the middle of the year right now. He's he'll wait till the end of the year. Yeah, maybe. But he'll I mean, wait till when, the end. Cliff Berry might be different. Yeah, I'd give him or Kingsbury. I say Cliff Berry. I put his first name. <laughs> Cliff um, Kingsbury. He might be gone by next week. Yeah, if if especially again with with what happened last year with that huge collapse at the end of the year. I think that would go into the decision as well. And yeah, the Cardinals, the Cardinals just continued that collapse. They haven't gotten any better. Any better, yeah. That's the problem. Plus, it's I like mean, use it, you have to start out strong to collapse. They ain't fucking. They can't collapse. You can't collapse when you're already in rubble. Yeah. So um, plus, already with that contract that Murray has, I mean, we've seen time and time again that ownership will always side with the the, the face of the franchise over a head coach. That's what the fucking money is. It's what a money. It's not that it's siding. It's like, listen, I've made an investment in here. I've made an investment in this person. They're not expendable. You are. But if that's just the bottom line. Yeah, I mean, I was just, I was going to always of, been. That has yeah. always been. But if you, if if you could, if Arizona could get out of that contract, because Murray's well, put, they, no, well, they can't. Well, I know they can't, but hypothetically. And they see how Murray's not playing up to what that contract was or is. Do you still think they would stick with Murray and, and fire uh, Kingsbury, or would they? I that, that, I don't know. That's you're getting it's a weird hypothetical. That's a way too hypothetical. I have no idea. Listen, the bottom line is they signed him. The bottom line is they signed him because they thought he was uh gonna be something else they but here's the thing everybody got worried when they put the whole you know uh four hours of film study yeah a week in the contract and everybody's like why does he need to have that in there and then they removed it and then it's like well why'd you remove it if you needed it <laughs> and now everybody's looking it's like maybe they should have kept that fucking clause in there <laughs> because he ain't fucking doing it so um i don't know but i i also think that has a direct influence on why lamar jackson hasn't been signed yet i think Possibly. As good as he's played, because again, Kyler Murray plays good. I mean, up, he's played. He's he's been one of those dynamic quarterbacks, and then he got paid. And now we're looking how he's playing now. It's like oh, I don't know. I think Baltimore has has cold feet when it comes to wanting to put that kind of investment 
and Lamar and Lamar has already said that he kind of wants the Deshaun Watson contract were fully guaranteed and that's not going to happen. Yeah. So there's going to be an impasse there, but somebody's going to pay him his money, whether it's fully guaranteed, whether it's mostly guaranteed, whether it's partially guaranteed, whatever it is, he's going to get his money, whether or not it's with Baltimore. And here's the thing. I think the longer this goes on, the long, the, the more likely it isn't going to be Baltimore. Yeah. So, because at some point, Lamar just might be like, listen, uh, you had your chances to do it. You know, feeling disrespected during all that kind of stuff. He could just be like, I'm going to test the market. And if you want me, you can still get me, but now the price has gone up. Well, and you don't forget about the franchise tag, too. They'll, they'll slap that on him before he ever hits. He, and he then might... but I mean, though, that's going to bring that's going to bring a whole lot of other. Tra- like, that's. We're going to see. Yeah. We're going to see what happens with that. So before we move on to your power rankings, I saw some people put uh, uh, Lamar Jackson as MVP for uh, leading the MVP race for the season. And I want to get your opinion on this. Um, another person, uh, NFL writer, whatever you want to call them, Jalen Hurts, he had all the way down to sixth as an MVP race. Do you think Hurts should be that low, or do you think Hurts should be at least in the top three conversation? Mm, he's about right. Yeah? I think that's about right. I think I would put... See, here's the thing. Number one could be any one. Like, I would put either Allen, Mahomes. Those are interchangeable at one or two. Uh, you could put Lamar up there. I don't... You know actually who I put above Lamar? I would put... Uh, I'd honestly put Geno Smith. I think he, Geno he Smith was another dark, name. He's a yeah. dark horse MVP. Yeah. Um. So I would look at that. Um. But I think you, of those four, if you want to do like a top four, and then you want to talk about where where they're ranked or whatever, that's fine. But I think as my top four in no particular order would be Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Lamar Jackson and Geno Smith. Those would be my top four candidates right now. Yeah, for MVP. Again, there's still a half a season to fucking play, so anything can happen. But if you want to ask me right now, I would say those top four. If you put a gun to my head and said, "Pick one to be a fucking MVP," I'd kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> Which would be a weird thing to do. So I don't know why you would do that. But if you did, um, I would put. Uh, man, it's hard. That's a hard one. I would put I would put Josh Allen still as my MVP as of right now. Though. Like I said, I, I can yeah. It. As of right now, I'd put Josh Allen still. I mean, if it's, Jaylen, a, it's a tough decision. Yeah, if Jalen Hurts wasn't up there, I, I would say Allen. But the, the 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 funny part, you know, if you're looking at stats or whatever, he Jalen Hurts has this equal, if not a little bit better, stats than Josh Allen for the season. You know, I mean, like it's 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 weird how close they are. And granted, I was on the Bash Jalen Hurts. I think he's good. I think he's good. Yeah, I think he's good, and I think he's showing himself to be, um, everything that everybody in Philadelphia was kind of hoping he was be, he was going to be, and maybe some people in Philadelphia was hoping he wasn't going to be. Um, but I think uh, I, it's it's one of those things where I have to see more. You ready to, and maybe uh, maybe that's unfair. Maybe that's unfair. Maybe that's a case of, you know, where where we're giving it to Josh Allen and to Patrick Mahomes or, or Lamar Jackson based on previous seasons, yeah, previous performances or like 
you know, that's been building to this and overall they've been doing better and everything like that. Maybe that's unfair, but I think that's also a lot that does go into it as far as um, how MVPs are chosen or voted for. Yeah. I would still put Josh as number one in, in, in mine with Patrick Mahomes close. Again, there's a lot of season to be played. We'll see what happens. Uh, uh, you know, I think a lot of the reason, too, is um, the Eagles' schedule hasn't been quite as difficult as people would have thought. I think um, more of people want, not instead of thought, because their schedule isn't the easiest, but it's also not the hardest. It's 10th. It's uh, you know, for, from what people say, like, again, and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a proponent of, listen, you can only beat who's in front of you. Yeah. So, and and being 8-0 and in the NFL is nothing to sneeze at, even if they play Jacksonville eight times. You know, that's yeah. still an accomplishment to make against NFL-level talent. Even the worst NFL team is a good team. As much as you may not think it, you know, uh, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars would go in and fucking rock any college team. Right now, Georgia wouldn't stand a chance. They really wouldn't. As much as you'd like to sit there and think they would, they wouldn't. The Detroit Lions would fucking throat the fucking Georgia Bulldogs. I think that'd be a good. Be, I, I it wouldn't be, be a good close. game. It wouldn't be close. I think it'd be close. Georgia, no. De- Georgia and Detroit. I think it would not be not even close. Not even close. There, there is a difference between being a college team. Well, yeah, I understand be, that. Every NFL team is a college all-star team. You got to remember that. Yeah, everybody always seems to forget that. It's like when they see an NFL team, it's like, oh, they're bad. They're bad against the better all stars, but they're still like the Detroit Lions are a team full of college football all stars. Yeah, and they—that's what I mean. So there's not a college football team in this land that could beat the worst NFL team. I, I wish there was a way that. If we had a simulation or something like that to watch watch that, I think that'd be fun to watch. Though, I don't, that would I, never happen. Oh, I know it would never happen, but I just know. Well, no, I just mean a college team beating an NFL team would never happen. Hmm. I'll put that out a thousand percent. It just that will never happen. Raiders versus Georgia. Oh, Raiders destroy them. I don't see. Not even close. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Are you kidding me? I, I think no matter, no matter what, what college uh, what college quarterback is covered in fucking Devontae Adams. Shut the fuck up uh, with uh, that nonsense. It's shown that they blow leads. Shut up. Just just keep it close to the second half, and, you, and you're, you're they're, they're not keeping it close. That's See, the problem. That's never happened. I, I think it would be. I think it would and be a college closer. quarterback trying to figure out NFL schemes and NFL defenses. Even the worst. That, that, no. No. Not not even close. I, I I think it would be good. I would, even, it'd be, it would be forty two nothing at halftime. No, it wouldn't. Yes, it would. Well, if if you're Raiders, yeah, forty two nothing at halftime, and then they lose forty three forty two. No, not nope, not even close. Not, not even close. <laughs> that Georgia would be lucky to get a field goal or a touchdown. They might get a couple of field goals. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe the game ends sixty two to six. <laughs> but it would be a fucking murder. So, yeah. It would be like Alabama playing the Citadel. That's what it is. No, that's the, that's no, the that is that's the not a good comparison. In, that is the difference in talent. I, that I, is how wide that gap is from the best college football team to the worst NFL team. 
is that big of a gap. I don't it absolutely think absolutely so. is. You know what I might do this weekend is set up a a Twitter um, playoff uh, bracket, college football teams against NFL teams, and see what the fans think out there. Who they th- listen? I listen. I'm, I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way, but fans are fucking stupid. <laughs> some, you're gonna have someone saying, "Dogs are gonna win. They'll beat the Raiders all day." Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't go dogs. <laughs> That doesn't mean it's going to happen. Nobody's going to think fucking logically. You think people who are named actually after being a fanatic, which is somebody who has no mental capability and is probably fucking insane, is going to fucking <laughs> think logically about their team? No, they're not. Stop I'll, it. I'll put, Stop a dis- it. I'll put a disclaimer there. Please think no. logically. Yeah, that always works on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's always known as the bastion of fucking logic. <laughs> so something that doesn't have a lot of logic, you want to go to your rankings? My rankings are perfectly logical. No, My logic is undeniable. <laughs> this was hard. It was hard this week. It was hard this week for a lot of the buys. I, you know, there were some teams that got moved down. Who yeah. had buys who I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I like moving them down. But, but there's other teams that performed well and played well who I think actually should have been higher. But it's it's it was hard. This was a hard week to do. I'll give you um, a hard week, but yeah, you didn't move some teams up high enough. But uh, right, let's no, I'll, let's, I I'll, think, I'll, I'll think I got it as good as I possibly <laughs> get. So let's run through this quick. I got twelve is the Titans. Listen, they should have beat the Chiefs, but you know, listen, the Chiefs is the Chiefs, as I always say. Patrick Mahomes, the MVP candidate right now, uh, one of one of the front runners there. Uh, you know, he did what he he do what he do. Yeah, and and he did that. But that Titans defense is still really good. Derrick Henry is fantastic, and that's the thing. if Ryan Tannehill is in that game. Oh yeah, uh, it's, it's a different they, game. I think they probably win. So I'll, I, that's why I didn't move them completely off the board. Uh, they did go down five spaces, so I got the Titans at twelve. Niners were idle; they're at eleven. The Giants were idle; they're at number ten. I moved them down two spots, and that's simply because again, there's other teams that played well who needed to get moved up, uh, who deserved to get moved up, and it's just. They, they happen to be in a buy. It, 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 I don't like it, but it is what it is. I did that to another team up a little bit further. So you have the Giants at 10. Uh, they were idle. Then you have the Jets and the Dolphins. I have them tied at 8. And I was like, I don't know. I, I, I didn't know if I could put one above the other. I didn't know if. You know, they're, they're so close yeah. in my mind. So I said, fuck it. We'll have the, both the Jets and the Dolphins at 8. The Jets, especially with that big fucking win against the Bills. Yeah. Amazing, amazing win. Uh, for, especially coming off that game against the fucking Patriots, where it was like, what the fuck was Zach Wilson doing? Well, apparently, listen, he didn't fuck up. He played a very strong, fundamental game. Uh, that Jets defense is sauce Gardner, man. is He's got to be up there for defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, playing just absolutely fucking insane football. The Jets look good. The Dolphins, again, looking good they go to chicago they beat the bears uh which is actually pretty good never ever since they let justin fields off the leash yeah uh, because uh, that kid now that you're seeing what he can actually do fucking dynamic wonderful uh so the bears honestly if the bears get a couple more pieces they're not terrible again they they traded away a lot of their defensive talent they did trade away a lot of contract a lot of money and a lot of headaches is that something that's going to turn out good for them? They got a lot of draft capital. You know how I feel about that, but we'll see. So you have the Jets and Dolphins tied at eight. You have the Cowboys who were idle at seven. Again, I moved them down two simply because it's, uh, it, again, there's teams who won who I think deserve to be up. 
and it is what it is. Again, we'll see what happens this week with other teams moving up. The buys are kind of hard to judge, but the Giants and Cowboys, I move them both down uh, uh, when they're both idle. They both have the buy. Six, not changing any spots is the Seahawks. Who would have fucking thought is all I got to say about that, man. The fucking Seahawks, <laughs> uh, they sweep the Cardinals this year. They're sitting high and pretty there at 6-3. and three. The 49ers are going to be their biggest concern here in the second half of the year. The Niners, I think, are going to be really dangerous with Christian McCaffrey now, with Garoppolo under center. They have the Niners in that defense. The Niners have everything in in their basket, in, ready to go, I think. Yeah. So that's going to be fun down in the stretch scene. The Niners and Seahawks kind of battle for the NFC West. At number five, I have the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they're up four spots. Uh, that was a big win for them. Uh Lamar Jackson is good. Well, yeah. Let's just put it out there. Yeah. So he's good. As he goes, the Ravens will go. Um, I, you know, again, I don't, I don't have too much to say about this other than the Ravens are a tough team, and they are a good team, even though they lost to the Giants earlier. They lost some games that they shouldn't have. They lost to the Bills when that's, they had it the won. They thing. lost to the Dolphins when they had it won. You know, they've, they've, they've blown some of these, these big leads late in the game. Um, it seems like they've corrected that. They've gone out to big leads. They've held on to the leads. They've won games. They've closed out games. So uh, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for right now. I have them at number five. At number four, for the first time this whole year, out of the number one spot is the Buffalo Bills, down three spots. You lose to the Jets. You get knocked down. That's just the bottom line. That's what happens. Number three, the Minnesota Vikings. Who would have thought they would be fucking up there, man? Yeah, I thought the Vikings would be here. The fucking Vikings. I, I really good. didn't think the Vikings were going to be only one last team to this point. I, I, I and I'll say this: people are like, well, they they barely beat the fucking Commanders. Yeah, well, you know what? The Commanders with fucking Taylor Heineke are a different team. Exactly. They're not the Carson Wentz Commanders. They're yeah. a good team when they have Heineke there. Uh, so the fact that the Vikings did win that game on the road, I think, is a big thing. Uh, again, they're not playing prime time yet, so we'll see. You know, but for now. Vikings I have as number three. At number two, I have the Philadelphia Eagles, 8-0. and They move up a spot from number three. They win again this week in rather easy fashion. Um, again, they are a good team. They're a good team. Uh, they played Houston on Thursday. Uh, so, again, it was closer than I thought it was going to be. Houston's shown a lot of fight this year. They're showing More a lot of so fight than I think in that game. You know, uh, Houston. Houston is for a team that's bad. They're a very good bad team. Yeah, that they, you know you have to play all sixty minutes to beat the Houston Texans. The Giants are going to find that out this week. They play them on Sunday, coming off of their bye. So we'll see how the Giants do with that. But the Eagles go ahead. They beat the Houston Texans. They are at number two at eight and zero. And number one, I have the Kansas City Chiefs at six and two. They are number one in the top twelve rankings. They beat the Titans. A very good Titan team where it looked like the Chiefs probably should have lost. Uh, but again, at the end, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have Travis Kelsey, you have Juju Smith Schuster, you have Clyde, Clyde Edwards Edier. You have, they just always find a way to win. They seem to find a way to win. And against good teams, like I said, the Titans, everybody wants to kind of be shitting on Titans. I think the Titans are a very good team. And again, they almost beat the Chiefs without having Ryan Tannehill there 
who I think if he was there, the Titans win that game. But the Chiefs are the Chiefs is the Chiefs until they're not the Chiefs, and they are still the Chiefs. So there you go, top 12. You have Chiefs, Eagles, Vikings, Bills, Ravens, Seahawks, Cowboys, Dolphins, Jets, Giants, 49ers, and Titans. So the Chiefs beat a rookie backup quarterback, right? And a stifling, stymieing defense, yes. And one in it took to overtime. And Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry. Okay, Derrick Henry. And, and Derrick Henry. It took to overtime to get the win, though, right? Yes, because the Titans are a very good team. The oh. Titans are wonderfully. The Titans are better than any team the Eagles have beaten this year. But it was a backup rookie quarterback that isn't as good as Tannehill. Uh, it's still better. And, and again, the Giants beat the Titans too. And 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 the Eagles blew out Houston, right? No, it was a ten point. It was a ten point one. That's a blowout according to the blue. According picks. to your rules, that's a blowout. <laughs> yes. I won that pick by the way because I did pick the Eagles. Yeah, they yeah. Were my blowout. I'm, I'm pretty sure you, that's the only win that you got between both of us. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. We gotta go through them. So, um, but, so, but, uh, but other no. than again, once again, you're you're one and two. I don't agree with um, your other ones. Of um, course, you're not going to agree with it. You're gonna, and listen, there's a lot of people who do have the Eagles at number one, and I understand it as well. It's hard not to put an eight and zero team at that's, number one. See, that's the thing. It's, it's not even that they're eight and zero. Like I, I'm starting to learn to not look at records no more. Like you right. said, when it comes to the, the power test, rankings, I don't think you can. Right? Yeah, but the fact that the Chiefs took sixty plus minutes to not only win a game, but also a very good team. That's the thing. They took they a took very a good team game. with Tannehill. They're a good Against team. It's a very good team. No. So so you're saying if Malik Willis um, plays the rest of the year, if Tannehill's out for the year, just say because I know he's not. Um, they're still they'll still be a very good team and they'll yeah, keep they games close like that. Absolutely. No. Don't agree with that. I do. Well, you're wrong. You just don't know what you're talking about. You <laughs> don't, don't know what, what you're, you're talking, talking about. about. <laughs> oh, I miss him sometimes. But uh, sometimes. So yeah. So uh, like I said, other other than top two there, um, and how about how about the Bills? I, I think you're going to see them falling if the reports are right about Josh Allen. Well, we'll see. Well, he's got his. He's got a. Uh, he's got a, a strained, strained uh, ulterior uh, uh, UCL. Oh, only your ligament. Yeah, you'll like personally. You, you, yeah, you the, his ligament in his arm. That yeah. usually you have Tommy John surgery for. And that they guy, said it's partially torn too. I heard that. I heard that it's a it's a it's a strain. Now, does a strain mean torn, partially torn, anything like that? That's that's up to whoever. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing: is that the Bills got to play the Vikings this week. So that's a pretty big game. Yeah. And do you, uh, do you play him or not? Here's the thing too. Josh Allen threw the longest pass in the NFL this year with that fucked up tendon. Yeah. So that tells you a lot about fucking Josh Allen right there. Um, but uh, listen, you lose a game to the Jets and a game they shouldn't have lost. He threw a couple of really bad passes. That was before the injury happened to his elbow ligament. So uh, that you can't really use that as an excuse. That was just that was just a bad game. Yeah. That was a bad game from the Bills. Um, and every team's going to have that. Eventually, maybe the Eagles will have that too at some point. Uh, they should, hopefully, against the Giants twice. That'll be nice. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, but, yeah. 
So uh, uh, does do they play Josh Allen with that fucked up tendon against the Vikings? Because they kind of need it. I, I was going to say, if they didn't lose to the Jets, I, I think they would be able to afford to sit him one game. But you got the, but that's the thing. Or do you close. rest them even so? And like, hey, listen, we'll go six and three, even with the Dolphins and Jets fucking nipping on our heels because we're looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, I mean, I, I like right now they have the number one seed, so I don't know who is number two and how far behind they are to the Bills. But I, uh, you know, Philly's number one. The Bills, obviously, the Bills right now are six and two. Yeah, the Dolphins and Jets are six and three. So they're only so half only game. Half game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know what? I would roll the dice. Yeah, the Jets and, and have a bye this there. week. I don't know. Do the Dolphins? I don't know if the Dolphins have a bye this week or not. But um, either way, gonna either be, way, it's going to be interesting. The AFC East has become real fucking tight. Other thing that I saw. Um, now, do your best to be biased here. I guess. Um, okay. Which which division between the AFC East and NFC East is the stronger one AFC East right now because you have four teams with winning records the NFC East has the commanders Three, who yeah. are I mean, better now with Heineke there but they're still four and five yeah I mean I saw that and I was like oh that's a that's a, a good question I, I think it'd be close if I th- it's close don't get me wrong yeah. I think it's really close I, I don't think like if you put all four teams against the other four teams I don't think It'll be blowouts by any means. Be, I, I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be, I, I'd love to see that kind of matchup. You have uh, have uh, the Eagles play the Bills, have the Dolphins play the Cowboys, have the Jets versus Giants, and have the Patriots versus the uh, Commanders. Now that's a college football playoff ranking. I would get behind. That'd be pretty cool. It's a shame <laughs> that this is a year where where the, the the East divisions don't play each other. Yeah. Oh man, can you imagine? This those would games? have been a year for that. This would have been a great year for that. That's when you instead f- the NFC East this year gets the AFC South, which is fucking terrible. <laughs> that that's when you start flexing schedule games. Yeah, well, they were, we got our first flex. They flexed the Steelers out of uh, a Sunday night game. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> no. Sorry, Alice, but your fucking team stinks. <laughs> um, you ready to do some blue picks here? Let's do some blue picks. All right, I like uh, to pick some blues, but before we do that, I do need to ask you a question, Jimbo. I think that? you might know what the question is, but is this segment, the blue picks that we're about to do, is it sponsored by anybody? Why, yes. It is sponsored by Dubby Energy Drinks. Uh, Dubby gives you focus and energy without the crash or jitters. It has no sugar, fillers, or artificial dyes. If you head over to Dubby.gg, yes, that's correct, Dubby.gg, and use a promo co- code ST Sports 18, you will get 10% off your final purchase. Which is amazing because they got a lot of great shit over there. They got a lot of great flavors over there for you if you want them. And that's the other thing, too. Listen, you love energy drinks. I love energy drinks. When I was younger, I used to fucking hammer Rockstar energy drinks. Like it was nothing. And I would always have to use the sugar free Rockstar energy drinks because. I'm diabetic, so I couldn't really have sugar. But even still, they were so full of caffeine and guarine and a lot of other the-eens that make you all jittery and kind of anxious and freaking out. They give you pimples and you sweat and you're greasy and your hair's greasy and girls won't talk to you and nobody likes you and you have to sit in your room by yourself. And you're like, why am I here all by myself? And you look at your energy drinks and it's like, hey, Mr. Energy Drink, at least you're my friend. And even the energy drink is like, fuck you. I don't even like you anymore. <laughs> what are you going to do? Like, you, you don't want to live like that. Yeah. That's why you got to go over to Dubby. 
They have no sugar in there, and it also has none of the stuff that's going to give you the jitters or the crash afterwards, especially the sugar. You're not going to have that. It just gives you straight-up focus. And again, like I said, the delicious flavors are always there. Dubby's going to be your friend. Dubby's your wingman. You're not going to be having greasy face and hair and pimples and stuff. Girls are going to like you. They're going to come over to you. They're going to say, hey, what's up, champ? How you doing? And you're going to be like, I got too many women over here. I'm just trying to gain. That's all I want to do. <laughs> and you know what? Dubby's going to do that for you. Go over, like Jimbo said, to W.GG. Go get the stuff. Look at all the products you got there. You have all the flavors. They even have apparel if you want to wear it. It's amazing. When you're all done, go to your cart. Go to that wonderful promo code section. Put in ST Sports 18, all capital letters, and you're going to get 10% off on your purchase. And just to give you guys a little insider tips, if you want to call it that. Doing um, insider trading? What are we, the Pelosi's well, here? Well, I, I, that's why I didn't say that, because we're not doing insider trading. We don't need the, the federal government coming after us or anything. Um, they uh, W put out to all their, their partners here um, what flavors, what new flavors would we like to see? So they might be back into the... The science lab room there and, and making some new flavors They're doing so, some experiment exactly so i'm i'm excited for that i'm curious to see what kind of flavors they get listen if the people from w are listening if you can go ahead and somehow work a collaboration effort with the folks over there at mountain dew and make like a mountain dew flavored w Ooh. let's fucking go yeah let's make it happen yes <laughs> Now yeah. we're talking. Yeah, all right. Since so now now I got you all hyped up, King. Let's. Well, you and Dubby. Uh, yep, Dubby. Um, let's review our our picks here from last week. So for our blowout picks last week, you took Philly, which right they they won by ten points. Um, no. I took the Chiefs, who only won by three in overtime. By the way. But, you know, they're still ranked number one in King's rankings. They, they um, are. They're, they're Chiefs is the Chiefs, man. Uh, you, don't, you don't like it, but it is what... You may not like it, but you will accept it. <laughs> For your lock pick, uh, you took Buffalo. They lost. Um, I took, Who saw that coming? I took Miami. And you know what? I'm not even going to take this as a win because I thought for sure they were going to blow them out. I took Miami. No, that's a win. No, you take that as a win. That's a win. Did but, they win? Was yes, it, it wasn't. It was, was a lock pick, so was it wasn't any, off of the, they, uh, they were going to blow them out. <laughs> your lock was that Miami is going to win. That's all. That's money line, baby. You didn't put any spread on it. You didn't say anything like that. You just said it's a lock. Miami wins. Guess what? Miami won. That's a win. Take it. And then for our upset picks, you took Tennessee. Obviously, they lost to KC in overtime. So close. So close. And I took the Rams. And Tom Brady says. I'm divorced. I'm back to old school Tom Brady and one. I got the cover though, at least. Yeah, so I mean you won one, I won one. So I got the cover. I'll go <laughs> listen. Good teams win, great teams cover. There you go. <laughs> All right. So what? what are, so we're gonna do these again this week. So we're gonna find some games here that are blow outable games. Uh so what 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 are we gonna do? What are we gonna do for these games? I don't know why I'm the godfather here all this Man, you you, you pulled four different um voiceover type voices. I don't Excuse yeah, me. no, I'm no, I'm working on the voices. You know I'm saying? None of them are good, but I'll fucking I don't do know. It anyway. I mean I, I would put them on Netflix. Uh so okay, so here's what we're gonna do here. For uh for my blowout game, 
I'm not going to go with the Eagles three weeks in a row. They're playing the Washington Commanders, of, of the Washington football team of Redskin Commanders. There we go. On Monday night, they're favored by 10 and a half. Uh, but I actually think uh, with Taylor Heineke and Washington, they're going to be able to keep it closer than that for that game. So I'm not going to pick the Eagles there. What I am going to do is I'm going to pick the number one team in King's top 12 NFL power rankings, and I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Is the Chiefs. They, I picked them to win by at least 10 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. They are currently favored by 9.5. I will take the alternate spread on that one. Give me the 10. Uh, Chiefs over the Jaguars by a lot. I'll tell you what. I was thinking about taking Jacksonville over them as an upset. As the upset? Hey, listen. Yeah, we but, can do but, but I, I, I did it. It's still available. Um, so for my blowout pick, I am taking the Chicago Bears over Detroit Lions. Just because of how Justin Fields has been playing, yeah, just just because of how that team's been playing um, past few weeks, like you said, since they let Fields go and, and do his thing, I mean, just that, that could uh, be. But here's the thing, and I'll I'll put this question to you right now: If the Bears do blow out the Lions, okay, which again could very well happen, how? What does that mean as far as how bad the Packers are? Bad. I mean, right now, like that would. There, the Packers are bad. There, man. There's, uh, you know what? The Packers are so bad. I'm How sure bad you, are they? I'm pretty sure you saw this. Little Wayne even came yes. out and said we should have got rid of twelve last should've year. Should have gotten rid of twelve like, the off season. And and he rode with him for years, you know, backing him Wait, up. Listen, he's back. To, listen, Aaron. Here, something is wrong in Green Bay. Is it Aaron Rodgers? It could be, but the man is the back-to-back reigning NFL MVP. Yeah. So in my mind, it's not him. No, but I think he's acting out now, setting himself up I to think be. I think he wants to get out. Like he signed that, the contract there for yeah. four years or whatever it is. But I think when he did that, and then they they lowballed Devontae until the very end. Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, here we'll give we'll give Devontae more money." But by that time, Devontae was like, "Listen, go fuck yourselves." Yeah. And he went back to he went to Vegas where he had Derek Carr. He's a big. He grew up a Raiders fan. Him and Carr went to Fresno State. Like there was a lot. So the Packers dicked around with Devontae Adams long enough to where he left. They didn't get any more weapons. They didn't do anything for the trade deadline. They never draft anybody offensively. Yeah. Uh, in the first two rounds or so, like like. But they're not I, helping. I, I wonder if Aaron Rodgers thought, like, if they had a conversation, it was like, "Listen, Aaron, we will do. We'll change this. We know the 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 uh, the dynamic here was off when we drafted Justin Love and all this other stuff, or Jordan Love, sorry, and, and doing all this stuff. And maybe they, you know, there was he. They convinced them that they were going to do something, and then they okie doked him and didn't. But I think Aaron Rodgers is fucking done. Yeah. And if you listen to some of the stuff that he uh, on the Pat McAfee show. I think he's fucking done. Like I, I, I just have a feeling he might be done with football in general, but I definitely think he's done with the Packers. Yeah, I, I think if if he's forced to come back to Green Bay next year, I think he will retire. If if there's a chance that he could go somewhere else, like a like how Tom Brady did, I think he'll play another year or two. But if he's in Green Bay next year, he's done. Okay. Uh, All right, so, so let's go our, into the locks here. Our lock let's, get our, let's, let's get our locks here. Man, I was thinking about doing the Giants, but I, I never pick with your heart. Exactly. Never pick your favorite team. <laughs> never do that. So I'm not going to do that. What I am going to do 
Uh, no, that's a game. That's a game ripe for an upset. So I'm not going to pick that one. Uh, ah, here we go. Um, man, I don't know. This do was I, another week that some of these games are kind of tough to pick. Do I dare? Do I dare to do it? I hate them, but I I think we just talked about them. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna put, I'm, I'm gonna put a betting faith in them. Even though I'm a Giants fan, I fucking hate them. They okay. suck the fattest part of my asshole. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna pick the Dallas Cowboys over the Green Bay Packers as my lock pick. I don't. I, I'm not gonna sit there and put a point spread on it. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a blowout. I'm not gonna say it's anything like that. I'm just gonna say at the end of the game, the Cowboys will have more points than the Green Bay Packers, and they will win that game. And I think. After that game, I think a lot of shit hits the fan. Yeah. But I will, I will That'll also, be my pick. I'll put Dallas over Green Bay. I will also say, though, it will be great if Green Bay wins. Oh, God. Like, How not, amazing not, would that not, be? Not, not just because Dallas lost, but they lost to the Packers. This year's Packers. They, Let yeah. me say it that way. Yeah, they lost to the 2022 Packers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like... yeah. And, and of course, you'll have Dallas fans trying to explain to like, well, we were up in Lambeau and it was 37 degrees. Yeah. And cold. We and didn't have like, Cooper oh. Rush. Well, well, if Cooper Rush was in there, we would have won, man. Yeah, we got to bench Dak. Maybe Dak's the problem. <laughs> Wait, why aren't we handing the ball to Pollard? You know, Ezekiel Elliott, he's just not good in the cold weather, man. I don't know. <laughs> They'll come up with some fucking reason. Yeah. But at the end of the day, no team has an excuse to lose to the Packers. The Giants beat the Packers, the Jets beat the Packers. The fucking Lions. The Lions. <laughs> beat, the beat the Packers. You have no excuse <laughs> to lose to the Packers this year. Nobody does. And one last thing to the Dallas Cowboy fans out there. Um, if you didn't turn your clocks back yet, it's only an hour. It's not 30 years. Um, my, <laughs> You were waiting. Yes, you I were was. Waiting. Ever since it was the daylight, say, uh, the, the return to the standard time. Yep. You've been waiting for that joke, haven't you? Just like Dallas Cowboys <laughs> for Super Bowls. Um, oh, <laughs> so Jesus for my lock Christ. pick, I'm taking Tennessee Titans over the Denver Broncos. Just because, again, they played really well against KC. Um, again, went to overtime, almost won. Denver is not good. Uh, they're at home yeah at home in, in Tennessee um, I don't think even though Russell won last week I believe it was I don't think he's back I think I, I think the, the, the Russell that's playing this year is what we're going to see this year so well, they, they had a bye last week but I don't think the, or the week be- the bye is not going to help them oh yeah. that, that, that uh, yeah that's right the other joke I saw was bye week 28 Denver nothing um, <laughs> <laughs> well, the Giants lost their bye week with fucking McKinney hurting himself on. Oh, ADV. dude, yeah, you saw that. <laughs> that fucking hurts. That's so a, that's bad. That's so bad. That that's hurts. that's my lock pick there. Uh, okay, for your upset pick. Uh, shit. All right. Well, I didn't want to do. This. I, mean, I kind of wanted to stay away from this game. But looking at all the other games, none of the other point spreads really kind of hit it for me or hit it home for me. Or at least any of the ones that have a point spread of five and a half or more. Okay. Um, so I'm going to take the ten and a half point underdog. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take Taylor Heineke 
and the Washington football team of Redskin Commanders for the upset wow. and the first blemish on the Eagles record on Monday night. Give me give me Washington over Philly as the upset. You're, you're not going to let that down if that happens, are you? If that happens, <laughs> dude, I will be doing this show naked next week. <laughs> I would say pictures are it didn't happen, but we don't want to scare our listeners away. Well, I'm starting to set up the video equipment so we can try to do something here. So maybe, I don't know, maybe the, that's the way to debut it. That's the way to go ahead and debut the, the, the Stay Tuned Sports uh, uh, video podcast would uh, just be my name. We'll get kicked off of YouTube. Right <laughs> yeah. All right. So for my upset pick, I'm not doing this because you went against my Eagles, but I am picking the Houston Texans over the Giants um, just for the fact. I, I don't know if it was because it was a short week for um, for for Houston or, or what, but well, long, it was longer. They had a long, longer week on Thursday. Yeah, um, but they played. They played Philly good. And they did. They're absolutely. That's a tough. Here's the thing, Houston for being one six and one or whatever they are, they're a tough fucking out. Yeah, they're a tough team. They they are going to give you a bunch of shit the entire <laughs> time you're playing them, and you you have to play them for a full sixty if you want to beat them. Yeah, uh, Philly had to show that. Uh, that really a lot of teams who have played Houston have had to show that. So, and Houston again has come within a couple of bad decisions of winning some of these games that they've lost. So, I mean, listen, that's a that's fully plausible of something that can happen. So I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, fuck you, the Giants can't lose. I was like, that's definitely a game that the Giants can lose. I hope they don't. I hope we're not anywhere close to that, but that's definitely something that can happen. So I hope they we'll do see. lose. I hope the Giants lose. Uh, um, I hope the Eagles get their ass kicked in by the fucking... Uh, <laughs> you just want to be naked uh, for the show. team of Redskin Commanders, yeah. <laughs> So that was our blue picks, which was sponsored by Dubby Energy Drinks. Head over to Dubby.gg and use promo code STSports18, all capital letters, to receive 10% off of your purchase. And get focused! There you Sorry. go. <laughs> I think you had too much Dubby. But then again, you too can, much you, Dubby! You no, can listen, never have too much Dubby. The rule is, there is no such thing as too much Dubby. <laughs> so I, I, I think that's going to be it for this week. Yeah, I think this is a good one. This is a good one. Let's throw this one in the can. I mean, Kick how, the tires and light the fires. Get the hell out of here. I mean, how, how last week's football weekend went with college and, and pros, I think it's going to be a, 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 they said a high bar for this coming weekend. So interesting to see how one. it's going to go. It's going to be a fun one. That's for sure. All right. Uh, so make sure, and by the way, guys, like we were talking earlier, we we have a Discord um, channel. Uh, if you head over to our Twitter account, ST Sports Podcast, we have the link there. Um, I believe actually you could go on Discord's website and search it in their search bar there. So just look Ooh, up Stay Tuned Sports. Fancy, fancy. I think it's Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. I think that's how I have it in there. Um, come over, trash talk to us with any sports, NASCAR. I actually watched NASCAR this past weekend. It was actually a really good race um, up until the end there. But um, yeah, so till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. And it's your buddy King. See ya.